It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Grab your cup of tea because today we're going to be talking about emergency plant allies for your pets. Hello, plant lovers. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with a Silly Herbs and Botanica. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine, a spotlight for African botanicals, and to empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, please visit backtosilly.com. It has been a week overdue for this episode and I have missed you guys tremendously. It's been, this has probably been one of the longest weeks of my life. (laughs) I did contemplate uploading this episode uh, earlier in the week, but I decided to just stick to schedule and just upload it the next Thursday. Regardless, anyways, it's glad to be back uh, from a week hiatus (laughs) from the podcast. And yeah, so today we're going to be talking about plant allies for your animals. Now, nature is so fascinating. I was out actually a few days ago just relaxing in the backyard and I was looking up in the trees and I was thinking, you know, looking at our eye level, right? Our eye level, there are certain ecosystems that thrive in our certain eye level um, of the of space, if that makes sense. But then like on a higher tier, I was looking up at the trees and up in the trees, you know, there's a whole other variety of organisms that thrive in that area so it was just fascinating to think and I I love just sitting outside and observing the animals and observing the animals actually has paved the way for a lot of what we know in in regards to botany and plants and this is how we really initially first started to learn about you know what really could help us sustain and what would potentially kill us right so we would watch different animals like bears um other predators essentially and see what they would eat and how they would react and then um you know act the same eat those and taste and see how we feel and then you know we let our fellow humans know and that's how we know what substances are okay for us and what are not and unfortunately you know some people did risk their lives you know early early human civilizations um you know from testing different things for example uh, different mushrooms right so this learning this observation now plants there is such an uh, a deep respect that i personally hold for plants and most healers do because when you really sit down and think about it, plants sustain all of the life that is on this planet. All of the life that is here on this planet depends on the plants, which is crazy to think. It's mind-boggling. However, we do have a in a like how do I not like an overabundance really of plants, and we haven't even discovered you know all of the plant organisms on this planet it will take some time i think but you know getting to know we've made progress for sure discovering different things um however there still needs to be some work done anyways 
that's my personal goal um but anyways i don't that's a, that's another tangent so um upon doing research i did find okay so you guys know i love the field of pharmacognosy i haven't made up my mind if i want to do the doctorate in that yet however there is a field called zoopharmacognosy that dr eloy rodriguez actually coined um from his that it just developed naturally from his research and he created this field that pertains to this observation right that i mentioned earlier observing animals and learning what animals use in regards to plants to heal themselves it's so fascinating it's so so fascinating i wish i could talk to him i might maybe in a future episode um, yeah, so zoopharmacognosy is a whole field entirely on its own, and it's developing rapidly. And there's a book called Herbs for Pets, The Natural Way to Enhance Your Pet's Life by Mary Wolf and Greg Tilford. Now, this book, if you have animals of any sort that depend on you and trust you, this book is a great one to have in your arsenal. It goes over, um, you know, different compounds that are sensitive to animal systems, certain plants that you should uh, lean towards for your pets and your animals. And we'll review that in this episode. So emergency, when I, when I say emergency plant allies, this really means like when you're in a bind and something happened and you need um, to source a plant to um, assist in the healing process for an animal of yours. So in that regard, you really want to stick to, there are two kinds of plants that you want to stick to. So firstly, any native plants that thrive in your area um, could potentially help in healing for your animals. So for example, uh, Oregon grape, it thrives in the western part of the United States. And if you have that near you, or if you grow it in your yard, um, that's a source and a tool for you. Another great example is OSHA, which is abundant in the Rocky Mountains um, and more so the middle, the Midwestern part of the United States. Um, yeah, so that's just a few examples of locally grown, locally grown plants. Now, guys, listen, 29% of the of 16,000 species may have a potentiality to disappear to disappear for how long no one knows because you know life happens in cycles for everything so what we what me what we may deem as extinct might just be the end of a cycle for plants however 29% of the 16,000 plant species that's a huge chunk of the ecosystem <sighs> now what we can do to mitigate that statistic i always tell people statistics is just a study of trends and you can change trends according to your lifestyle right so sourcing and growing plants for example for healing not only for yourself but for your animals is a great great way to help further promote the abundance and life of these plant species that are quote-unquote disappearing. I think I've mentioned this before but I used to work at a supplement store and one thing I noticed 
um, there was a section that we had for uh, pets. And I noticed there were at least five distinct things, regardless of whether it was, if it was for cats or for dogs, they were five systems that animals typically have an issue with. And these include the immune system, the urinary tract system, uh, worms in the digestive system, itching and pain. Now, these five are very general and very basic. Um, So if you want a starter kit um, or a starter, you know, kit assembled for your uh, animals, this is a good place to start. But before we dive into those plans pertaining to those five areas of the animal's anatomy, we have to talk about herbal terminology. I made a whole episode for herbal terminology. If you need a download sheet, head over to backtosilly.com slash podcast to grab that free sheet as a reference for you. Um, But I will highlight a few, um, which was also highlighted in the book Herbs for Pets. And why is this important? Now, of course, uh, animal systems are also sensitive to certain plants and their components and knowing what those components are can help you tremendously of course you don't want to poison your animals your beloved animals just like you wouldn't want to poison yourself so knowing what these uh, compounds are and how they affect your animals bodies will help so these compounds include anthraquinoins cumarins oxalates pyrolizidine alkaloids, basically alkaloids, um, salicates, sapoins, sterols and phytosterols, tannins and volatile oils. Yes, that was a buttload of words. However, <laughs> so these compounds generally, um, if taken in overabundance, they can aggravate the gastrointestinal tract, the urinary tract, thus inducing you know, vomiting and pain in the stomach. Um, And they also might cause sensitivity to the skin as well. Um, So that's just a baseline of things to look out for, especially, you know, I know essential oils are great, y'all, but this applies in regards to, you know, the volatile oils. So knowing, and this is why, so work with someone who is knowledgeable about plants uh, in regards to animals and how to administer them. And that's why I referenced that book. It's a great, great start um, in order to understanding the basics for what they need. So those five systems that I highlighted earlier, um, this is a great start line uh, f- for building plant allies for your pets. So what could you grow or source for your animals if you're in a bind and if they need some sort of relief or healing? at the moment. So let's start with the immune system. The immune system. Now, um, this is really simple. We use this as well, um, as humans anyway. (laughs) Um, and these include echinacea and astragalus. Now astragalus is a very interesting one. So the echinacea definitely pertains to the immune system itself, the immune and the lymph, right? Because they're connected. Um, astragalus, however, um, it does support the immune system, but it also 
works with the kidneys. So if the kidneys are struggling in any way in regards to filtering or you know, producing certain compounds, then astragalus will step in and help facilitate that process. For the urinary tract, yarrow is a great one. Yarrow is also nice for the garden if you need uh, pest control. Anyways, that was a sidebar. <laughs> yarrow for the urinary tract and red clover. Now, yarrow you can also use topically which we'll talk more about that in pain. But yarrow is a great one. You can make a poultice uh, for your animals in, um, for pain and to assist with wound healing. Now, wormers. Um, this is important, especially if you have outdoor animals. So our cat, she's an outdoor cat. And once in a while, I'll pour in her water, either apple cider vinegar, or I'll make her a tea with wormwood and echinacea. And I'll make it a concentrated tea to where I can only add a little bit in her water. So it's not overwhelming for her. And also so she doesn't notice <laughs> the taste. It's very subtle and mild. So wormwood is a very great one for um, assisting with worms. Now itching. Itching of any sort. Um, the mint family of plants is your friend in that regard. So mints... Um, really mints, right? <laughs> Peppermint, spearmint, rosemary, even sage can help to assist with um, itching. Now pain. Now pain, this is in regards to um, skin pain from a wound, arthritis, which is very prevalent in animals, right? Arthritis, um, any nerve damage, these plants deem beneficial and all these plants i'm listing here are sourced from the herbs for Fet for pets book which i'll put down in the show notes now these plants include i mentioned oregon grape earlier that's a lovely one especially if you're out west in the united states you can source that wildly um there's also saint john's wort and yucca which yucca you guys i just discovered in our yard this is a total sidebar, but I just, I discovered yucca in our yard. I was so excited. Anyways, so, yes, yeah, so if you were to keep an eye for those five systems, the immune system, urinary tract, wormers, or the um, digestive system, really, itching and pain, you can really assemble a nice emergency kit for your animals in the case that they need healing. Now, I hope this information was helpful for you anyway. I will um I will put together a a list of these uh herbs that you can source on the website. And then also if you want to look into formulas to make for your animals, you can also source the previous episode where we talked about different applications for herbal formulations. Um, now, of course, in that episode, I was that was pertaining to humans. <laughs> uh, however, you can use those same methods for your animals, and it'll work greatly. All right, thank you so much for listening. And if this helps you in any way, please, please, please leave a review. Uh, whether you're listening through the Anchor app or on Apple Podcasts, these reviews let people know that you guys love hearing the content here on herbaceous conversations and that they may also benefit from listening in.
all right thank you so so much for listening and i will check you guys next week